All right, welcome back to the Easy Money Sports Show podcast. This is episode two. Uh, I got my boy Dupree with me. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? You know what I'm saying? What's good, bro? You straight? Yeah, yeah, I'm good, bro. I'm good. So, best time what's over with? Yeah. Man. <laughs> like Jeez. two more weeks, man. And then your boy be walking across the stage. Right. I just, hey. It's crazy, bro. In four years go by, go by fast. A hella quick. Bro, yeah. It's, I still, I still really haven't wrapped my head around it yet. You I'm feel telling you, bro. I mean, it's about here, so I'm excited, man. I'm excited, so. We'll see, man. We'll see what life holds after this. It's good, bro. But, man, hey, y'all, we're going to uh, get right into it. Appreciate it for everybody who uh, checked in on the last episode. Uh, they tuned in for that. I appreciate your patience for that because we did talk for a good little minute on that thing. <laughs> Uh, but I appreciate y'all listening in. I hope y'all continue to listen in. Uh, man, this week's episode, uh, it's kind of a lot to cover too, but we just won't, we won't spend too much time on, on some things as much as others. Um, so we're going to go right into the quick hitter. A couple quick hitters real quick. So, of course, last week, um, big shouts out to the Virginia Cavaliers uh, winning that natty. Over Texas Tech, I ain't gonna lie. Uh, I listened back to our episode last week. I don't think none of us had Virginia or Texas Tech in the Final Four. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, My pigs got out. Yeah, we out I, of there. I just got out of there pretty quick. <laughs> out of there probably a couple weekends after that. For real, done. Real, it was done. Um, but, man, really, I, I want to say with that, though, um, that's really – I really feel – I feel real good for them, bro, for Virginia. That was a real good – turnaround for them for at this time last year they got put out in the first round as a one seed um, by UMBC uh, last year again put out as a one seed to a 16 in the first round and then come back again in this tournament it actually was down 12 again to a 16 uh, this year but pretty much like after that they just rolled through the tournament um, they pretty much rolled through the tournament against everybody else. Yeah, they struggled a little bit, a little bit, a little bit against uh, Gardner Webb. But after that, I mean, pretty much, man, they 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 rolled on through. They took care of Oklahoma, uh, slowed down Oregon, um, got a got a couple of good buckets against um, Purdue and Auburn too, and yeah. then they just they just finished through. Um, and overtime against Texas Tech, man, I just I just think that's a feel good story for them, you know, coming from what they had to deal with last year, and basically, you know, kind of being like the butt of the jokes, pretty yeah. much being that first team to to lose as a one seed in the first round, um, but to turn back around and, and 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 win it all, like you gotta you gotta feel good for them folks. Yeah, uh, it's. It, great season for the Virginia Cavaliers, no, uh, no doubt. Congratulations on winning national championship. Um, I feel like they got lucky in a couple <laughs> of those games. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, hey, you got to have some luck to win. Yeah, game. you do, you do. Um, I feel like the Purdue game, they looked up. Uh, <coughs> a defensive uh, – def- well, that might have been an all game. But um, they – Purdue was up and ended up going to overtime, and Purdue just didn't have enough. Virginia's defense turned up, and then against Auburn, everybody kind of saw what happened with Auburn, you know, fouling 
Uh, they called the foul on the three-point shot against Kyle Guy. He drained all three free throws. Personally, I didn't think that was a foul, but, you know, it's, you know, it's whatever. Um, it is what it is. But uh, much credit, credit, excuse me, to uh, Tony Bennett and his staff and uh, Virginia, for real, like Sanders was saying, to be the laughing stock of college basketball for a year because you lost to a 16 seed that no one ever heard of. And to come back next year, uh, you don't win your conference. You're number one seed uh, anyways. You're the only number one seed to make it to the Final Four. You win the whole thing. Uh, I guess a good Texas Tech team. And I thought I, 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 picked, I, I picked Texas Tech to win the, uh, win the game. But just... Uh, like I said, it's a good feel. It's a great feel good story. Like, it really doesn't get the turnaround. With that, is just this. That's why we love sports. Those type of stories, I mean, for real. Yeah. You know I mean? uh, quick hitter, quick hitter number two. Uh, a little dramified, but uh, basically, everybody knows about the feud. The here, the now feud between former teammates uh, Antonio Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, of course, as y'all know, A.B. traded from the Steelers to the Raiders. Um, you know what I'm saying? Got his wish. He got up out of there. He got traded. He got his money. Um, Juju, from what was told, you know what I'm saying, was, was congratulated on it. But the thing, I guess the thing that started it was, was, you know, A.B. was just on his Twitter, of course. And uh, actually, it was a fan. A fan tweeted yeah. <laughs> back to him, you know, the whole uh, Juju being the MVP for the team for this past season and everything like that. And, you know, he pretty much just, man, he really just went in on Juju. Like, yeah, man, this is the same dude that fumbled, you feel me, fumbled the season <laughs> away. Yeah. And he's talking about the game against the Saints where Juju fumbled the ball. And pretty much, yeah, that kind of was the one game, I guess, in a way. Maybe that cost him. Really not sure. But uh, at that time, it hurt. Uh, fumbled it. And, you know, Juju's basically like, yo, bro, you feel me? I ain't even never been on no no stuff like this, man. I'm just – I've been congratulating you and being nice to you, you know what I'm saying, all this time, bro. I've been, I've been treating you like the big homie like you are type deal and and – and this is the things that I'm getting from you, basically. You're getting upset, and pretty much, you know, he quotes a Mark Twain quote, and they're back and forth. And then A.B. shows the, the DM from Juju back when he was at USC. Uh, I just really didn't understand the point of that, but yeah. what, 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 what's your take on this, on the saga between these two? There really shouldn't even be a saga. Yeah. Um... I think Juju doesn't need to respond. It should stop responding to A.B. Um, at this point, <clears throat> A.B. is um, looking for attention. Facts. Uh, I think that as much as, he, as much as he wanted to get out of Pittsburgh, I think that he is hurt that he's no longer in Pittsburgh because I think that he did not want to leave. The Steelers, um, and so how everything went down as far as um, 
with you know between the Steelers and Big Ben and all that stuff. I think he's kind of heard how all that went down, and he didn't, doesn't like the fact that Big Ben was talking up Juju as much as he was, and it, it seemed as though the team, or at least his quarterback that he had, you know, he'd been with for seven years, I have a long he's been with him, was quote unquote. If you put like this cheating on him with another receiver, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. So he probably didn't like that, and so like you said, you know, it's the whole thing of you know he he blew the season by both the fumble and everything, and that loss did hurt. But I mean, they still had a chance to make the playoffs and everything. But AB is not making himself look good right now. Um, if I'm the Raiders, I'm not liking this at all. Uh, Mike Mayock and John Gruden, I'm not liking this. Uh, I, I would be trying to tell him to shut the hell up because he is is he 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 just needs to stop. He needs to stop. Juju didn't do anything to him. He didn't warrant any of this, and he continues to go at him and stuff like that. But AB is not helping himself at all by doing this. All right. I just, I mean I just don't understand where I can I. I don't see the motive. Yeah, that's 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 where I'm, that's where I'm at with it, with it too. Like I don't, I don't understand the motive. I don't get the point of it, uh, especially the DM. Yeah, like yeah, especially when he, he was, he was in college, bro. Like, 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 come on, man. Like, I mean, you're you you're really proving Juju point, not your point. Cause I mean, he a, he a receiver in college. Obviously, he looked up to you. I'm pretty sure guys do that all the time. Sending you know, naming guys and that's in the league. Facts. You know, AI admire you. This, that, and the third. Blase, blase. That right there, they that's where, in my opinion, that's why in my opinion he he that's where he went too far. Like, come on, bro. Like, he I mean you like what, he's like nine years older than he like nine years older than Juju man. Like, come on, he he looking up for like he looked up to you. I'm pretty sure he was excited when he got drafted by the Steelers to know he was gonna come play with you and stuff like that. And he ain't said a bad word about you. And now the fact that you know. You coming at him all crazy when really your enemy per se isn't him, it's Big Ben yeah, and the Steelers really, organization. Really. And you're not even coming at Big Ben no more. You're coming at this up and coming star because he's gonna be he he'll be one of the best uh, receivers in the league and um, he already is one of the best ones in the league. But he'll be legit top five yeah. um, in a couple of years, but. AB just he he just took it too far. I think he's looking for attention. Hopefully it'll stop. Um, hopefully it'll stop here pretty soon. But he needs to just shut up. Yeah, I just I hopefully he'll shut up. Um, but one person who probably can keep talking right now uh, for our last quick hitter. Big major shout out to the boy Tiger Woods. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just won his fifteenth major. Yes, sir. Um, won won the Masters today, like for real today. We, God, I'm pretty sure we all got the notifications. Oh, yeah. Twitter has been blowing up. Uh, celebrities have been getting them shot. I mean, because man, you got to think about it. It's been it's been fourteen years since she's won a Masters. Yeah, it's been. Um, it's just been so long since we've seen him. You know. Win a major, yeah. Um, he's came back and won some other some other tournaments and everything like that. But uh, uh, 
man, a major tournament. I mean, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, like, people who, who, like, really, really follow golf like that, um, I know they didn't see this coming. <laughs> and, you know, all the other guys, like, you know, the Dustin Johnson and all them guys has been um, doing, winning most of the majors here lately and everything like that. I'm pretty sure they didn't see, uh, no one saw Tiger <coughs> coming and winning uh, winning this today. I'm pretty sure no one really banked on it to figure that he, you know, was going to do this, man. I mean, 43 years old, hadn't, hadn't won a major, hadn't won a major title like in, in over 10 years. Good. In over 10, 11 years. 08 and the U.S. Open was his last major. And had like I said, had won a master since 05. So, I mean, he had been stuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He got the he got to 14 major championships in 08, and they was like, oh, he's four away from Jack Nicklaus's record. It was like, oh, he'll get that and break it, and it'll be good. And, like, think about how big of a gap that's been. But now <laughs> he's at 15. Uh, I mean, he's at 15, so he's, he's three away. And, I mean, if he's 15 majors in – 43 years old. I mean, if, he, if he's if he's still feeling well enough, maybe he could still do it. I'm not quite sure, but man, like this is a this is a big, huge moment and a great accomplishment for this man, bro. Because I mean, well, like I said, well over a decade basically <laughs> from not winning any any major championships, dealing with back surgeries and other uh, personal things that's kind of happened uh, in his career and in his life. <laughs> And to come back and to, and to do this is, man, for sure unbelievable for him. And this is a, a proud moment I know for a lot of Tiger Woods fans. Yeah, tell, um, I'm not a guy that – I'm not a, a golf follower. Um, really the only time I watch golf is when Tiger Woods is playing and he's doing his thing. Anytime he's in the tournament, especially a major, even when he was going through his slump, I always kind of kept my eye on it trying to see what he was going to do. And um, <coughs> excuse me, I'm not gonna lie though. So for some reason though, the uh, when the Masters started on when Thursday, um, I felt a little bit different. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why I did, but I just felt a little bit different right. going into this one <coughs> for Tiger. And once we got to yesterday, uh, yesterday. And he shot the uh, shot a sixty-seven yesterday. He was two shots back. I was like, man, this is it. Like, did you right here, man? You know, you, you you close, you this close. And I got home from church, and the playoff game was on uh, the Celtics and the Pacers. And me and my roommate, we didn't even, we didn't even watch. We didn't watch the game until Tiger had won. It's just that like. We you we wait for so long just to see him, you know, come on back and and get one and to see him be that close, and you know, pull it through and do it. It was a I know for him it was a relief. It was uh, great to watch on TV and see how everybody, uh, the fans there, uh, reacted and his, you know him to be with there with his family. I know it was a weight lifted off his shoulders. But golf is better, man, when Tiger is good. Oh, yeah, for sure. Golf is way better when Tiger is good, man. So um, I'm happy, happy for Tiger Woods, man. I know um, I know he's probably going to want to go ahead and uh, 
you know, he's going to celebrate this one. But the way he played, I mean, just the way he played today, that it was just, I mean, well, not today, but just the whole tournament that looked like the Tiger of old, the Tiger that, is, that dominated golf for, you know, all those years, back in the late 90s and early 2000s and such. Um, so, it, you know, he, like you said, he's at 15. You, you got three more to tie. If he play, you know, if he can t- continue to play like this, you know, I don't see why he couldn't at least time. Yeah, you know, I he mean, can, he can make a push. I think I want to say Nicholas got the got the eighteen when he was like forty six. Yeah, so I mean, you know I mean, Tiger's at forty three, so I mean, that's he just looked he looked calm and collected out there. He it didn't look like he was rushing anything. He he keep playing like this, man. I'll tune into my golf tournaments. <laughs> Basically, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 sir. Shoot, them all the them all the quick hitters right here. We really finna get into the meat of the discussion for this episode, which is, of course, the playoffs for the NBA is here. Yeah, officially begun, sir. And um, yesterday I already started off <laughs> on some crazy Man, stuff. What? Um, first things first, Brooklyn. In the building, the Brooklyn Nets go to Philly, and they take game one. And, I mean, it was like – it was kind of dominating almost to a certain extent. Like, it just it seemed like – it just seemed like Brooklyn was more ready to play than Philly was. And I'm like, you know, Philly is kind of supposedly still supposed to be one of those, like, favorites to come out of the East still. And uh, for them the way to get beat the way that they got beat, uh, you know, crazy man. And D'Angelo, D'Angelo Russell, twenty six points, first playoff game, and they come out on top with a one eleven one hundred two victory. I mean, I you can't say you can't say much else about that. I, I I would say for for the Philly side though, I mean, Joel had a good game, Jimmy had a good game, but. The others were, yeah. Philadelphia is not going to prosper until Ben Simmons can find a jump shot. Ooh. Well. <laughs> I told well. I told Dylan this, bro. I told Dylan. Dylan is he one of the biggest Ben Simmons fans I know. I told him. He thinks is Brett Brown. He thinks he's the coach. I told him. Ben Simmons went four for nine and had nine points yesterday. He had nine points. You for him to be that good, you can't you can't nine points is not gonna cut it in the playoffs. Is is not gonna cut it. They play it. Ben Simmons until he finds a jump shot. Philly will not win the championship. I don't care how good that that starting lineup lineup they have in Philly is amazing. That's a great starting lineup. <clears throat> but he's got to contribute more than just nine points and seven rebounds, especially with Joel and B not particularly being a hundred percent. He still has lingering um, lingering back problems and stuff like that. Ben Simmons has got to play better, and I, I don't, I don't have any doubt that he won't play better this, uh, 
uh, in the next game, in game two. Mm-hmm. But if they're going to make a run to to the finals, Ben Simmons has got to play better. Like, he just, he just has to. Because – uh, D'Angelo Russell is, is not going to slow down. Oh, no. Oh, he's going to continue to do what he do. So, he, he's he got to pick it up. He's got it. Like, Jimmy had <coughs> 36 and Joel had 22. What else you want him to do now? I mean, J.J. Reddick, he didn't have he didn't have a great game. He only had five points. He was two for seven and one for four for a three-point range. But he only played 23 minutes. Right. Ben Simmons played 32. Tobias Tobias Harris didn't have a great game. He had four points, but we're not we're not looking at Tobias Harris and we're not looking at JJ Reddick. When um, in these type of situations, especially in the playoffs, we're gonna look at Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and Jimmy Butler. And Ben Simmons and that he he didn't show up yesterday along with a couple other starters. But they got they got to get it together because. Brooklyn is Brooklyn is good enough to to upset them. Yeah, Brooklyn is good enough to upset them. So they better they got to figure something out. They got to figure something out quick. They go down two zero. Do they do it though? Do does Brooklyn upset them? Upset? Do they get who who wins the series though? I know the game is over, and it's just game one. I mean, it was a little telling. Yeah, but who who wins the series? I think Philly will win the series. How many games? I can honestly see it going seven. Honestly. That's how much respect I have for Brooklyn though. Not not downplaying not downplaying the seven sisters, but that's how much of respect I have for Brooklyn. I think Brook like I said, I think Brooklyn could mess around and beat Philly. I think Philly's gonna win the series, but I think Brooklyn could push it to to seven games. I think that uh, I think that they'll get I feel like they'll win their games. They already stole home court advantage. They'll at least split when they go back to Brooklyn. So at that point, it's yeah, two out of three. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm, I'm with you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the Sixers still winning. I say, I say it go a full seven. Um, yeah, I, I say it go a full seven. I think, I still think just <clears throat> they'll be very disappointed to see Philly get put out in the first oh, round. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I still think Especially, at that point, at that point, if they get put out this round, the first round, then I might have to agree with what Dylan said. It might be, coach. it might be Brown, it might be Brown at that point because it's like, I get, yeah, I, the, I, I, the I, squad I, that they have there, yeah, and I don't think they got a, they're not, they not, they don't have to pay anybody no big money right now. No, I think part of it is if they do lose, I think part of it, their their bench, Philly's yeah, bench is it's, just. It's pretty weak. Yeah, their bench isn't just the greatest. <clears throat> um, <coughs> so, what you know, yeah, you have to start five, but once you get into you know their rotation, they'll have the the best bench players in the world. And um, I'm not too familiar with Brooklyn's uh, the guys come off the bench for Brooklyn. I'm pretty either. sure nobody is. So <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I mean, outside of Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, that's about it. That's, yeah, it might that might be about it. That's about it. But I mean. They, they yeah. If, if they get out, if they don't get out the first round, I think that's what I'm about to say. It depends on how how Ben Simmons play, is playing. Yeah, because I he and he's regardless at the end of this year, he has got to work on his jump shot. Like there's no like you have he has to he has to work on his jump shot. 
that's the only he got he's got to help his team by finding the jump shot. So would you would you consider who on both teams, who is who is their X factor for them to for one, for Philly to take control back into the series and for Brooklyn to keep the momentum going and basically find them an upset and go into the next round, get ready to play uh, what is this? Special three six, right? Yup. So they end up playing the winner between the Magic and Raptors. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh I will for out <laughs> for for the Nets, I think I mean I I think it's D'Angelo Russell. I think he's gonna be the key. He's kind of he's the the catalyst, he's the spark plug that kind of gets everything going. So I mean, he has to play well in order for them to pull off this upset. I also think um, that uh, Spencer Dinwiddle, he has to continue to play well as, uh, as well for them to get this for for them to win the series. And then for Philly, I think that Joel Embiid's health is going to play a factor into this. Um, if he's healthy. I don't think um, I don't think that the Nets have anybody that can hold him or stop him. It's just going to be is he a hundred percent? You know how much can he give? But when it go right back, him and Ben Simmons, man. Because I have no, I really have no doubt that Jimmy Butler won't show up. Right. And then I have no doubt that I mean that I mean JJ Red, like I said, he went two for seven. He's not. He's not gonna shoot that. You know that bad throughout this series. So shots for him will start falling. But I think it's gonna come down to Ben Simmons and whether or not he's aggressive enough and can put the ball in the in the uh, in the basket. So that's I got Philly winning, but would not be surprised if we see Brooklyn playing in the next round. Right. Uh. So I wish. Uh, Golden State and the Clippers, that matchup. Uh, of course, Golden State came out on top yesterday. Um, you know, we ain't really surprised, but I mean, the scuffle between uh, KD and Patrick Beverly. That was the most exciting <laughs> thing in the whole game. <laughs> and I Do you think that was – I think I thought – I ain't going to lie. I thought that was a real quick ejection. Yeah, I didn't. Th- I, I, I mean, the game. That, I mean, the game was out of hand already. Yeah. Like, the Warriors had it. I didn't think that. I didn't see why Patrick Beverly got ejected. I could see why you gave KD the tech and got him out of there, but it from what I saw, and I, I was watching, I watched video last night and this morning. I really didn't see <clears> what <throat> Patrick Beverly did. I mean, KD. You know, Patrick Bailey fell. KD kind of stepped over him and said something to him, so he got back up. And uh, I'm guessing he said something back, but it really looked like Patrick Beverly really didn't say too much of anything. So why he got ejected, I don't know. But that was, like I said, that was the most entertaining part of the whole game. I didn't, I really didn't have any, I didn't have any motive to watch the game. I knew that the Warriors yeah. were gonna win. It was they kept it they 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 kept it close, and they kept it competitive for you know a little minute. But it just wasn't the. I knew the Warriors were gonna win, but it's gonna be interesting to see how as far as the 
matchup between KD and Patrick Beverly continues to go. Cause I think KD, I mean, he got the take or whatever, but I don't know how many more he might have or whatever, but uh, he's real close to getting that I think, well, ejection no, I think you or something only, like that, isn't it? I think, I think you get seven. You get seven in the playoffs. I don't think I don't think they carry on your regular season. Okay. Into the, I have to check on that, but I don't think they carry – I don't think they carry their regular season ones into the playoffs, uh, but they. I think. I don't know. I don't. I don't know why I'm with you. I don't know why Pat got got the the tech two. They because they gave them both two techs, so that's why they had to be gone because they had one earlier too. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I just felt like I just felt like that was such a quick ejection. Um, it's, it's the playoffs. Like, yeah, yeah. That's why I like you know, it. That's I, why I like it. It's the I mean, intensity, it's the, man. Yeah, it's the playoffs. Like, let them, like, let them do their thing. I understand the wrestlers trying to pretty much set the tone themselves. Mm-hmm. They don't want nothing too, getting too out of control nah. too early. And then, yeah, it's just game one. But it's at the same time, it's like kind of just let these guys play. Let these guys play. And I promise you by the time you get to game three, game four, a five if necessary. I mean, they'll like they'll know, you know, and they won't, you know, try no try no stuff or anything like that. But I mean, hell, just just let these folks play, man. Um, it's all good. They it'll be all right. I, like I said, I just like the I like the John back and forth and the intensity of the playoffs. Really. Thank you. <clears throat> Is this gonna be a sweep or? Or the, I could see. The, I, could, they, could they get one? Could the Clippers? Get I said the Clippers get one. I could see the Clippers get one. Yeah. Um, I, I think we all. I think everybody pretty much is Warriors in five. So. Yeah, okay. at least at, at the most five. I can't. I can't see it going any any further past five. But I could see it going five. I could see a sweep. But I think the Clippers can get one. I think the Clippers can get one for sure. Which loss was more surprising to you yesterday? Nuggets or the Raptors? Raptors. No question in my mind. The Raptors. <laughs> bro, I was bro, I was at work. I was at work, so I couldn't even really see that Raptors game. Yeah. But I'm I when I uh when I got the notification how close the score was, I was like, oh, I was like they up by one. I'm like, but okay, you know, it's game one. It is what it is. And then um, I heard somebody mention about an hour later. I heard somebody mention something about. DJ Augustine. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I checked my phone and I seen it. I was like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. I saw the score and I was like, wow, Orlando won. Like, I, I really couldn't believe it. So then I go check the stats. <laughs> and Josh J, if you're listening to this, your boy Kyle Lowry. <laughs> your boy Kyle Lowry, man. Boy, Goose egg. The boy there in Toronto fumbling. Goose fumbling, egg. Fumbling. Kyle. Kawhi probably looking like, dang, I left San Antonio for this. Right. San Antonio at least got the dub yesterday. Yeah. <coughs> this is the thing, bro. So, playoff Lowry showed himself again yesterday. Um, the Magic looked good yesterday. Now, we'll probably we'll get into the Denver game. But the Magic looked good yesterday. And DJ Augustine was going at Kyle Lowry. And <coughs> Kawhi 
I know you said you you uh, you weren't able to watch, but Kawhi was going basically tick for tack back and forth with like the last two minutes of the game with him and um and DJ Augustine coming down hitting hitting shots to tie the game up to take the lead and, and stuff like that. And DJ Augustine they put they put um Marcus all in a pick and roll situation and they got the switch and DJ Augustine just stepped up to hit the three. But Kyle, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Um, obviously, Kyle Lowry has to play better. I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. I don't know. He only, and he only took seven shots. And six of them was for three. And he just started point guard. And you, I mean, he, he's a score first guard. Guard. So for you to have a goose egg in a game where you lost by three points. <laughs> yo, yo, one one bucket would have made the difference. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I don't know, man. Kyle, I mean, I think the Raptors still gonna win this series, but but they if they play like that in the next round, depending on who they play, they not going. They not making past the second round. Not and, like that. Yeah, and for not them, with Kyle Lowry playing like that. Yeah, and for them, it ain't even about. Into the second round, they need they gotta the pressure on them is to at least probably make it to the conference finals. Yeah. And I mean, this, this is probably like the best window opportunity that they have right now. Like, Le- LeBron has left the east. Yeah. Um, I mean, on, on paper, you still gotta look at Boston, on paper, you still gotta look at Boston, but and then Philly, Philly is. As we see, we don't know yet. Really, still don't know about Milwaukee, uh, to to a certain extent. Like we really still don't know about that just yet. This is like the best time before all these free agency moves come yep. this summer, and exactly. people start making their way on over to possibly New York or maybe maybe LA, maybe LA or, or uh, Boston again or whatever or whoever and wherever they're gonna be, like. But that's the thing. That's the thing, though, with like Toronto. Like, man, like I really, I really like their squad. They have a good team. They should, they should always seem like that. They should make deep runs into the play. But it's just Kyle Lowry. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think nobody can really put their fr- and 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 I'm to a certain extent I'm not surprised though because I mean he's I mean he's always struggling in game ones, but like. He would, yesterday. he would, he would literally, he'll have a game like that, and he'll come in game two. He'll come game two and probably drop thirty. Yeah, and they'll win. But then like he'll come back in game three and score like three points. I don't know what's up with him. <clears throat> and I, that's very, I know it. I know if I'm looking at that, and I'm like, that's got to be fresh. I know as some, as people who are like diehard Raptor fans are like, you be trusting him. You know what I'm saying? And guess who's going? DeMar DeRozan. Hey, off. Now he, imagine if they had DeMar DeRozan off. and Kyle and uh, Kawhi Leonard. Off, man. I'm, I'm DeMar went off last night. DeMar, so, DeMar went off too, I think. I man, think he like had. Kyle Lowry, he, he really just went to bed last night. That's really it. He went to bed. He didn't show up. He left his. 
came out there to dry. He, he left him hanging last night when they needed him. He got to show up in game two or it's going to be a problem. They go down 0-2 to the Magic. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I, even, I didn't know that the Magic were even in the playoffs until a couple nights before when they, they beat they beat uh I know I'm, I'm right there with you. I kind of forgot that they was in it. I can't remember who they played. They but they they played they played somebody one of the last games of the season and won. And they were you know you know Portland. You know, I mean not Portland. I'm watching the Portland game right now. But the the Orlando you know they're the seventh seed in the East and all this and that and they've been one of the best teams <clears throat> after the All Star break in the NBA and things of that nature. I'm like, I, I had no clue that Orlando was playing this well. But they showed last night that they could play with the top team, you know, some top teams in the conference. <coughs> we'll, we'll see what they we'll see what game two holds, but Kyle Lowry's got to show up. Yeah, he gotta get together. If he don't show up, you can kiss Kawhi Leonard goodbye. Oh, for, oh, for sure. He's gone. For I wouldn't sure. come back. For sure, he's gone. And I'm and, uh, another thing. Another thing with like, I don't know what's up with. I don't know what's the deal with Toronto in Game Ones, but like the last few, like it seems like every, every uh, system. What can I remember? Just about almost every year they've been in the playoffs, they've lost Game One. I mean, and that sometimes when they've come back and they've won series, like the one time against Miami. They did that. They came back and won the series off of a game one. They did it. They did it to somebody else that same season. But I mean, I, I don't, I don't understand how that is. That you, they, they work so hard in that regular season to get one of those top two, three seeds to have that home court advantage and blow. It. And you can't get game one <laughs> and blow it. Like I said, I mean for the. I think they're like one. I think they're like one and nine in game ones under Kyle Lowry. Like I think they've only won one game one. And to me, that makes no sense. How you do all that? And I and the matchup ain't bad. Like no, it's not a bad. Matchup. I, I, I mean, it's not like this is a bad matchup for them. Orlando is not a bad matchup for Toronto. Like they got the pieces to go right there with them. Kawhi, Cal, Siakam, Ibaka, Gasol. Yeah. So, I mean, the bench they have, like, I mean, it's, it's, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's a pretty, it's a pretty good deep team. And I'm not, I mean, I'm not trying to, like, disrespect Orlando, but I'm just saying, like, that's no way that that should happen. Yeah. Um, to a team as deep as Toronto is. That they constantly keep losing game ones, <laughs> like that's I don't know. That's just weird. It, if Toronto, I haven't got to say. I'm not gonna say. Let's say they make it out. This, they make it out the first round and beat the Magic. If they get bounced in the second round, does that show that it wasn't doing that? The one case it wasn't from in Toronto. Oh, I don't think he ever was a problem anyway. I don't think Dwayne Case was a problem anyway. I think, I think their problem. I think the problem that they was, but they just, they just always ran into LeBron. 
But I mean, I I don't. But yeah, I don't. If they can put out the second round, I don't think the problem is wasn't isn't gonna be doing Casey. I don't like I said. I don't think the problem ever was him. The problem is that point guard who just went zero for seven yesterday. That's who I think was the problem. Was that's who I think they should have traded instead of. Oh uh, yeah, I, I believe I agree with you on that. I feel like that's who should have. You know, that's who should have been, been gone. But I mean, the thing is, is like. They're not gonna get rid of. I don't, I don't. I I can't sit up here and say that it was Dwayne Casey was a problem because I mean, he built them up. Him him along with uh, Masai Ujiri, you know, built them up to get to where they were, to be able to do that. Um, to be able to do that, to be able to get to the point where you know they're not just satisfied with just making the playoffs or just getting out the first round, like trying to make consistent. Uh, championship type runs, so yeah, I don't, I don't think that the one case was ever the problem. I always thought it was the players, in particular Kyle Lowry. That's but I mean, yeah, I mean if they, if but but it's gonna it's gonna plead the case even more that uh if they if they if they get at, if they don't get out past the second round, it's gonna plead the case even more that it wasn't the one case. Even though I like to say I don't think it was ever here for the jump, yeah. but I think this will further prove it for them that yeah. This wasn't all just his fault. Okay. Especially after you got named coach of the year. <coughs> you know, clearly. <coughs> I don't know. <coughs> but from a current rapper to a former rapper, as we kind of mentioned, um, <coughs> DeMar DeRozan and LaMarcus Aldridge. And shoot, even, um, what's the guy's name? Derek White. Last night for the Spurs. Um, beating Denver one hundred one ninety six, um, taking they taking that up one zero lead on that. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Denver was probably hoping that they could have played somebody else outside yeah, of San Antonio yeah. for the first round, and not be. I don't. I wouldn't say not because of the not because of the matchup. Just honestly, just straight off of the experience. Like yeah. I mean, Denver. Denver was a game away from. From the playoffs last year, all the way up to a two seed this year, real and close I to mean, a one seed. Yeah, real close to a one seed. Like I think two or three games off. Yeah, from a one seed, and um, I mean, I'm pretty like I said, I'm pretty sure Denver didn't want to play San Antonio, but I was probably vice versa. I'm pretty sure San Antonio, whoever was to draw that, was able to draw Denver was probably going to be kind of happy to play them just because of the lack of experience that they have as far as playoff experience. I mean, the only person on their team with, I guess, with a decent amount of playoff experience would be Paul Millsap. Yeah. Everybody else is kind of like their first turn, uh, first time, excuse me, in the playoffs. So, like, you can kind of see, you can kind of see it last night. You know, I was watching bits and pieces of it. You can kind of see last night on how it was night and day as far as, like, experience-wise, being in the playoff atmosphere, being in the playoff game, especially within those last two minutes. That all, all, Honestly, if you did, if you missed the game last night between Denver and San Antonio, all you got to see is the last two minutes of the fourth quarter, and you can see where experience plays such a huge factor into that game. Uh, I mean, Denver kind of struggled – Majority of the way, 
Uh, I mean, they was able to kind of get it in there, keep it, get it close, and eventually kind of take the lead a couple times. But uh, oh, nervous got away with travel. Yeah, he did. Uh, <laughs> he did but Chris Cook will take up two points. Yes, we need. Uh, but Jamal Murray, I think he missed like a he turned over the ball one time. He missed the he missed the jumper that could have got them the lead. Um, coming down on the pick, come, instead of going down towards the sideline, he decides to go into the middle of the court where the pressure of the defense was, um, which led to the Derek White turnover, which pretty much sealed the game for San Antonio. But that, I don't, I'm not going to blame it all on Jamal Murray. Here's my biggest thing is um, the Joker. Jokic had a triple-double, you know, 14 assists, 14 rebounds, but only 10 points on nine shots. Four for nine. Um, that's your best player. Your best player got it. Just like Kyle Lowry, just like Kyle Lowry thing on that same thing for, for the Joker. You got to shoot way more than nine shots. I mean, I know he's not the point guard and he can't necessarily control that on how he gets the ball and get his shots, but as the point guard, as, as you know, if you're Jamal Murray, um, Gary Harris, Will Barton, whoever the guards is bringing up the, the ball, should be thinking, like, <clears throat> we got to make sure we got to get Jokic involved. Now, I will give San Antonio some credit. The way that they set up their defense is pretty much like if he if he faced up, um, they made him a – basically they made him a facilitator. I think if they had him faced up, they sent the double. If he posted, if he was in the post, they sent the double, and they just made him a facilitator. Instead of a score, so I mean, you gotta. I give credit to San Antonio for that, but still, if you're Denver, you got to find ways to get Jokic more than nine shots in that game. Yeah, this is that series is probably the one series. I mean, I'm an Oklahoma City fan, so but I don't think that Oklahoma City beating Portland is an upset. But if there was one series where I feel like if there was an upset to happen and it would surprise me, it would be between the Spurs and the Nuggets because of what you said, Sanders, as far as the experience. San Antonio, Greg Popovich. Let's just go there. Okay, first off, the Spurs have made the playoffs like the last 22 yeah. years straight. Yeah. <laughs> like they've been in the playoffs like – as long as I've been alive, just yeah, honestly, they've been in the play- for real. <laughs> they've been in the playoffs every year. So the experience, even though Tim Duncan, Miles Ginobili, Tony Parker aren't there, and Kawhi Leonard's not there anymore, you still have those young guys who played under those, you know, played with those guys and have the playoff experience that Denver is lacking. And Denver is tough to beat at home. So they, I mean, they they went into Denver is not a tough place to play and won. My thing with Denver is when it came to the playoffs, what are they going to be able to win on the road? Right. So if Denver goes down to, oh, and you got to go to San Antonio, now you're in some trouble because I don't really trust Denver on the road as much as I would when they're uh, in the my house in the my house city. Um, I haven't seen the highlights. I heard that Jamal Murray missed a wide open jumper by a free throw line jumper that could have gave him the lead. Um, 
like I said, I think that experience is what is going to hurt them in this in this series in particular because San Antonio isn't the old men that they that was so accustomed to them being. Now I will say this though, just like how you have you know we we make jokes about you know playoff Lowry and playoff. Good Lord have mercy. Um, playoff playoff Lowry. And we talk about James Harden in the playoffs. Marcus Aldridge has that reputation too. Oh yeah. So, quite a You know, he played. You know, he he had a good. I mean, wait, fifteen points. That's okay. Yeah. He, but he took nineteen shots. He was six for nineteen. So, for the caliber player that he is, and what he's, what we used to see him, uh, how we used to see him play. If he doesn't show up. You know, then San Antonio could be, you know, could be bounced. Denver is a good team, but not the two seed in the West for no reason right. because it's not. It's I'm sorry, not it's not. It is hard to get into the playoffs as in the, in the West as Oklahoma City. Yeah. So we, Oklahoma ask, City ask was LeBron. The, oh yeah, ask LeBron. <laughs> Oklahoma City was the fourth seed with like three weeks, maybe three, four weeks left in the in the season. It fell all the way down to the eighth. Yeah, at one point it fell down to the eighth. So, like, yeah. So you gotta um, give Denver their credit, but that experience and the coaching difference. I mean, there's a big gap in coaching as well. So we'll see. But Denver cannot go down 0 two. Oh, to San Antonio. If they go down 0 two, I think it's a wrap. I think San Antonio is going to win that series. I think San Antonio will win that series if they go down 0 two. If it, if it goes on one, who you got winning the series between Denver and San Antonio? If it's top, it's even at one. Denver, we got more games at home. Not, 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 not I'm not saying that they they won't win a game in San Antonio, but because they have to. <laughs> yeah, they, they're gonna have to. But it's harder for me to for me to pick them on the road in San Antonio. So, I think that if it's one one, I still pick Denver, but they they're gonna have to. They gotta get one in San Antonio. They're gonna have to. If they don't, it, it's gonna be rough. They, they, you going seven? If they don't, I think they'll rebound and win game two. <clears throat> I think they'll rebound and win game two. <clears throat> they're gonna have to get one. Well, I'm not even gonna say. If they if they lose both games in San Antonio, it could be over at six. I'm I'm actually I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the, the upset. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna say the Spurs get it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say the Spurs in six. Okay. Just just because I mean it's just I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Spurs in six, but I I won't be surprised if Denver came back and won the series. Um, just because of what you said, basically, like you know they didn't. They didn't win. They ain't, they didn't win fifty four games for no reason. They yeah. two seed for no reason. Like they're really good. You know, it's just the it's just the lack of experience. And, you know, I but but that's pretty much what a lot of teams have to go through. I mean, at one point, at one point, Golden State was like that. You know, yeah. they were winning. They were winning games, but they were, they was only they were only get to the first round, maybe the second round. It was a, it was a minute before they started winning, like how they went it down. So. It's nothing wrong with that, but uh, I'm gonna say the Spurs. I'm gonna say the Spurs in six. Okay. Uh, Boston, Boston, Indiana. Uh, I, 
Pacers not having other depots is hurting. I'm it's, sorry, it's, it's hurting rough, them regardless. Uh, I say they get one in. I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Celtics in five. Celtics in five. Yeah, I'm gonna say Celtics in five. I go Celtics in six. It's like you said. It's gonna be rough trying to. It's gonna be rough trying to win in the playoffs without Oladipo. Because you, you gotta you gotta find a consistent score. And I don't know if they really have one. And, the, and like a, the 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 go to guy. I, I that's the that's the thing. They don't have a go to guy, so it's it's tough. It's tough for it's tough for Indiana right now because they play great defense. They play great defense, but they only scored. What, 72 points today? Yeah, 74. Yeah. So we're not going to win. We're not winning no games like this. Um, Detroit, Milwaukee. How much of a chance are you giving the Pistons? Like, percentage? Yeah, percentage. Twenty, thirty. Ooh, it'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I, I, I was gonna say like fifteen. Fifteen. So I went ahead and went twenty just because. I'm, I'm going like fifteen. I, I think they get one win too, though. But I, I, I think both one seeds get it in five. I think the Warriors win in five. I think the Bucks win in five. Yeah, I got the. I got Milwaukee winning, no doubt. Yeah, I think I think they get the they get it they get the they get the first round in five. Um. I think the best series out of all the first round matchups is Utah Houston. Think that series is going to be good. I think it's going seven. I can see it going seven too. I think it's going seven. Um, who's going to win? I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> Houston. I think Houston going in seven. I, well, I'm not going to say Houston is seven. I can see it going seven. I got Houston winning. How many games? Though? I don't know. Well, I could definitely see. I'm, I'm gonna say yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go Houston seven. I'm gonna go Houston seven. I'm gonna go Houston to seven. Um, Spurs in six. Warriors in five. Uh, OKC in six. Okay. That's who I. That's how I think. That's how I think the Western Conference gonna go. So that way it's it's uh that way it's. Houston and Golden State again, but in the semifinals, and then OKC and Spurs in the semifinals in the West. And then out East, I'm going to say, okay, yeah, Bucks in five. Uh, I say the Raptors, since, since the Magic stole one in game one, it's going to go six now. I was going to go Raptors in five, but I, I can't, I don't know if Raptors going to win four in a row like that. Yeah. I think Orlando would get one at home too. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say, uh, Raptors in six. I still, yeah, I'm with you. I still think Philly can still beat Brooklyn, but I wouldn't be surprised if Brooklyn pull out the upset. I'm gonna go with. I'm still. I'm gonna say Philly in six, and then um, I'm gonna go Boston in five. So I think I think all the top seeds in the East are still gonna come out. I don't think none. I don't think none of the lower seeds are gonna win. All right, so let me go on and do this real quick. I got this. All right, so let me miss the back. I got Philly. I'm going to go Philly in seven. 
I think the Raptors, just because, like you said, since Orlando took one, <clears throat> I think the Raptors will win the six because I think that Orlando will win the game at home. I got the Warriors in five. I'm going to go with the Nuggets. Jesus Christ, you three No. I'm going to go with the Nuggets, and we're getting every foul call called against us. I'm going to pick the Nuggets in 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 seven. I'm going to pick the Nuggets in seven. I'm going to go with the Thunder in six. I think the Celtics are winning six. I think that the Pistons, I'm tripping. I think that Milwaukee, I think Milwaukee gets a sweep. Mm. I wouldn't be shocked if that did. I think Milwaukee gets a sweep. And I think the Jazz and Rockets, I think that's a series. Like, I think the Rockets are winning six. Wouldn't be surprised if it went seven, but I'm going to go Rockets in six. I like um, Donovan Mitchell in Utah. I mean, they won 50 games, bro. They was fifth seed. That's <laughs> <laughs> crazy, bro. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. The fifth seed in the West won 50 games. And the fifth seed in the East, I mean, okay, won 48. Like, the eighth seed, let's do it like this. The eighth seed in the West won 48 games. The eighth seed in the East won. I mean, the eighth seed in the West won 48. The eighth seed in the East won 40, 41. The A seed in the East is with 500. With 500. The last, uh, let me see, the last one, the last three seeds in the East will not make the playoffs in the West. So, yeah, everybody from Brooklyn on down. Brooklyn down will not be in the playoffs. That's crazy. That's crazy. I, I I think this is still I think um the Eastern Conference playoffs of course is probably gonna be more intriguing now just because of of course like LeBron not being there. Speak I mean speaking of that, how weird is that that like LeBron is not It is weird. Man. It's weird not seeing or not just not hearing the whole, you know you know what's going to happen with, you know, LeBron and whatever team he's on, you know, the, you know, their chances on going to the finals or um, winning the finals or how they, you know, just all, like, I, it, it is weird not hearing it, not hearing the whole buzz around LeBron being in the playoffs. It's different. The last time, I can't remember the last time LeBron hasn't been in the playoffs. I really don't remember the last time he wasn't in the playoffs. So, it, it, it's weird, but it's kind of good as far as it's not, there's not the same storyline. Yeah. There's different storylines. Because if there was a playoffs, I mean, depending on what seed they were, you know, they were. I mean, they weren't winning the finals. Anyway. They weren't going to win the finals. They weren't going to get out the way. So, they would, I mean, they would have messed around and lost. They might have won a playoff series and lost in the second round or something like that, but they weren't going to play it. They weren't going to win the finals, so. But 
but I know for the LeBron fans and for the Lakers fans, it's a little it's it's tough right now, especially you know Mike uh, Magic Johnson, he stepped down a couple of days ago, so um, now you know you don't know what's going on in L.A. with the uh, <clears throat> who they're gonna hire as your coach. You think Ty Lue's gonna be the coach? You think you don't know who's gonna be the president of basketball operations? You think that there is something going on as far as uh, something as far as some backstabbing, you could say. Yeah. In the in the front office in L.A. It's, it L.A. is a, is a mess right now. Big mess. With the uh, front <coughs> office, so <coughs> I know Lakers fans are ready to be back in the playoffs and be back in contention for a championship. How I don't come, know if they're gonna win one though. How come, on. how come Mark Jackson ain't been in no consideration? I I, I don't know. I've been saying this for like four years. When when Memphis fired Fisdale, yeah, I was like, okay, so is Mark Jackson gonna get a look? Then when uh, the whoever was coaching the Knicks, I can't remember, but whoever was coaching the Knicks when he left, I'm like, okay, well, Mark Jackson from New York playing for the Knicks, is he gonna get a look there? Okay, no, you know, Luke Walton is in. The, he's with Sacramento now. A day after he gets fired, can someone please call Mark Jackson's phone? <laughs> I mean, at least. It's and I mean, they might hire Ty Lue just because you know LeBron's comfortable with Ty Lue. But they won championship, blase, blase. And he, play, I mean, he played for the Lakers. But at some point in time, someone got to give Mark Jackson some love. At the end of the day, Steve Kerr is winning championships with the Warriors, but Mark Jackson is the man that put all that together. If it would, if you want to be real, Mark, that next year they 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 make they won fifty plus games or whatever, made the playoffs and lost. He gets fired, and then I think the next year, or maybe or a year, or maybe, maybe a year or two after, after that, they win the championship. Shit, yeah, Mark Jackson construct all those players that were that were there with Steve Kerr when they won that first championship. They were there when Mark Jackson was there. I think they might have won it that next year. I think it was that next year. I think it was that next year. That next year he got fired and come back win the championship. It's the same team. So it's tough, man. They, I, I, I would love to see Mark Jackson. I love I love him on TV, though, because I like their, you know, the crew that they have with him and Jeff Van Gundy and Mike Breen. Yeah. But I think he needs to look good. Thank you. Alright, my hey y'all, we are sitting up here watching these games Thank as we are you. Oh my God. doing this podcast. So if y'all hear some some sidebar conversations as we in mid sentence, y'all know why. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, it is time for Mark Jackson to go and get it. Yo. Oh my gosh. Alright, that's Damian all the time Lillard. we got for the podcast today. Wait, Damian Lillard is not letting us. Alright. Alright. You know what? We're just gonna go to the go next ahead, topic. Bro. So the NFL Ooh, draft Lord is about mercy. NFL draft is a little over about a week and a half away. About a week, week and a half away. We can't catch a um, break. Uh, do you think Kyler Murray still going number one? I think they draft him. I don't know. I don't understand why. Me and you talked about a little bit about this at the beginning uh, before we started the show. Arizona has a quarterback. I wouldn't draft. Him. They have a rookie quarterback. Now I've talked to my dad about this, and his whole thing is. 
that's not, you know, that's not Kingsbury's guy. He didn't draft him. You know, he, you know, new system. He going, you know, he wants his guy, which I understand. But you just spent a first round pick on a guy. What you gonna do? What you gonna do with him? It's his second year. What you, gonna, you gonna, you, you're not gonna trade him. I mean, I, I, I don't know what you do with somebody you just drafted. You know, as your first pick. Yeah, I mean, the previous year, and you come back and draft a quarterback. Like you come back the next year and draft a guy in the same position. I don't know what you do with that player. I mean, because if if they draft if they draft Murray and then they decide to want to trade Rosen, you basically you kind of almost saying like, yeah, we just for sure we just gonna rock with Kyler Murray and do it. I mean, if they draft him, okay, they draft him. But I, I say they should keep Rosen, but I don't know. I feel like they got so many other holes yeah. that they could fill up first. Like, man, uh, a defensive lineman, an edge rusher. Yeah. They, and I mean, there's plenty of those in this draft. I, you know, I don't know. I just think that. I just think that that'd be so weird. And that's, but that's what everybody's like waiting on. I think everybody's trying to see what's going on with what Arizona is going to do. Are they going to draft Kyler, or are they going to go with Nick Bosa, or heck, even Quinn Williams? You know, like the, these are all guys that are worthy of being the top pick. Yeah, and I think that's going to be the most interesting, interesting thing that everybody wants to see. You know, it's going to um, be what's going to be crazy if everybody's expecting Arizona to pick Kyler Murray first. So, if I'm say who who picks after them. Um, I want to say the Niners. Okay, so for let's just say, for say you got San Francisco, the Jets, Oakland, and Tampa Bay. Those are the next four. So everybody in that top five is expecting. Okay, you even go to New York at six two. Everyone's expecting. Okay, Arizona's going to pick Kyler Murray first. So we know what we want to do after that. If they don't pick Kyler Murray first, I think that's going to throw everybody off. Because let's say they pick – so, Kyler Murray goes, goes first to the Cardinals. I think that the the uh, Niners are going to pick up uh, Nick Bosa. Now, if Arizona picks up Nick Bosa, now you th- now it becomes, okay, now what do, what do other teams do now? Now, which they probably have backup plans as far, you know, as, far as, okay, if this doesn't happen, what are we going to do? Where yeah. are we going to go? But I, I don't see – I, it's it's gonna it's gonna mess up some teams if Kyler Murray doesn't go number one just because of how everyone is expecting is expecting them to pick Kyler Murray. Like I said, why I don't know I don't know why I don't know why they would pick Kyler Murray first when they already have a quarterback. But Kyler Murray is an athlete deserving of being the number one overall pick. I mean, he did. I mean, he didn't win the Heisman for no reason. Right. He won the Heisman for a reason and stuff like that. So it's uh it'll be interesting to see who goes one, no doubt. Uh, uh yeah, I mean I think the only team that's really kinda worried is San Francisco. I think so I think I think if the Jets stay at three, because there's been rumors saying that they want to trade down maybe. But if the Jets stay at three, I think they're gonna get that guy. Like I think they want Josh Allen. Um, the defensive end out of Kentucky. I think they want him. I think New York wants him. Uh, I think San Francisco would be fine with Quinn Williams or Nick Bosa. So I think they got both of who they kind of want. 
but it is all that is is gonna be dependent on what happens with uh, what happens with Arizona. I don't know. But now, okay, you said you've been here that just might want to move down. Yeah. Then New York got something to do with it. As Giants. a Giants. Uh, maybe. I mean, cause they said they trade. I say they do trade down from three to six. They they trade. They swap spots. And let's just say Arizona goes. Nick Bosa. Niners take Quinn Williams. Giants at three. At that point, if they're sitting there in the top three, that's telling me you're getting the quarterback. Yeah. That's just telling me that you're getting the quarterback at that point. There's no way. But, I mean, I don't know. But my last question is, is are you going to the draft? <laughs> I want to go. Bro. I kind of want to go. I mean, I just to go kind of see show. the atmosphere. What's going to happen down on Broadway yeah. and everything. I think that's going to be a pretty lit lit experience. I'm going to park far. Facts. Far. The parking is going to be ridiculous. Um, Man, but that's all the time we got for this episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in. I'm going to try to get, this one. I'm try to get this, one, this one uploaded more quickly than the first episode. <laughs> man, there was a lot going on, though. I had some Neos come out. For those who know about Greek life, congratulations and, to them. Yeah, and I had I had capital to worry about. You know what I'm saying? I, I, so it was just a lot going on. But now you know we're back to our regular schedule program. Yeah. So this one is uh, this one's going to get uploaded again through SoundCloud. Uh, so check it out through there. Upload through there once it is. It'll be announcements and y'all the links and everything. Just continue to like and subscribe. All these messages and podcasts and everything like that, man. And, uh, yeah, we're just gonna leave it in like that. Enjoy these playoff games. Oh yeah. Um, if your team is in it, root for them. If not, uh, I don't know. Just pick, wait for pick the a team. Pick a team or something. Our team just lost. Yeah, we just, we just to lost lose. to Portland. We about to be down 0-1, but it's all good. Um, man, y'all be safe. If y'all in the Nashville, Murfreesboro area today, it's raining hard, um, hard. So please be safe on the roads wherever y'all at. And uh, yeah, that's the end of it. This is a way, no shit.